Hello, my friend. I'm excited to be sharing with you a new series I have created for you all about careers. The first few episodes starting at the beginning. Okay, maybe not that far back for some of us. However, I wanted to start at the beginning of getting you to think about your future career and ultimately where you see yourself heading. I will be covering a number of episodes getting you to think about mapping out your career. The second part to the career series is where the fun really begins. We will be exploring various topics central to you navigating your career. There will be times when you may think you have royally screwed up any chance of promotion or advancement. However, don't worry, I will be your guide right there beside you holding your hand along the way. I got your back. I really do believe true growth and advancement in anyone's life and career comes by embracing the difficulties that crop up by understanding the lesson that has presented itself in front of you. Do you ever feel like you're in a vicious cycle or a virtual loop that you just can't get out of? And you think, why am I always attracting this type of person or this type of difficulty, I'll label it that way. It's more of a, the difficulty. It's not the people because the people will change over the years. Um, it's the situation that you find yourself in that you just cannot break free from. That is a true signal and sign giving you another opportunity to learn that lesson that you need to learn or improve or in develop. Ultimately, we are then going to wrap up the series by looking at your next steps to get you closer to that vision you have for your life and career. And that's it. Easy? Well, I'll let you be the judge over the next several weeks. So if you are ready, let's begin the journey to your career success. Shine, shine, shine. Shine on the first few days of your new job. Have you ever heard that first impressions last a lifetime? Well, for most people, it takes only about six to seven seconds to make a decision in their mind about somebody that they have met for the first time. So you really want to make sure that when starting a new job, you want to ensure your first impressions are a positive one. Hello, my friend, and congratulations for getting your new job. I am thrilled for you. In today's episode, I will be sharing tips for hitting it off with your new manager, supervisor, and colleagues, and getting your workspace ready for business. So if you're ready, let's get going and dive in. On day number one and going forward for the rest of your career, you really want to make a good impression on your manager and supervisor. Learn your manager and supervisor's work style. 
Observe your supervisor closely and listen attentively to everything they have to say. Just pay attention to what it is that they are saying and how they say it. That is very key. You'll discover their communication style and notice whether it's mostly by email, phone, or in person. Then you can mirror that. So there's no point in talking face-to-face with a supervisor whose style is they prefer everything in writing and vice versa. You put everything in writing, yet they enjoy a conversation about it. Something very casual and very loose. You'll see how they tend to respond to stressful situations as well and the manner in which they provide feedback. That is really key. When your supervisor is under a great deal of stress, that's when they start to show a little bit of their true colors. But I'm not suggesting that that's what they're like all the time. In stressful situations, we tend to highlight certain elements of ourselves that can either handle or not handle stressful situations, but you will learn very quickly and they will, you know, certainly share that with you when they are under a great deal of stress. You might not know how to manage it with them, not for them, but with them, but it will give you a good indication whether to back off or step in, that kind of thing. And if they provide feedback, fantastic, great. If they don't, that's fine too, but just remember to just listen and pay attention to all of the cues that they are giving you non-verbally as well as verbally. Okay, research your employer. Now, You probably have done some research about the employer that you are joining and have joined, but what you want to do, especially in the first week of starting your new position, is supplement everything you learn during the interview process with your new inside look at the company. Go over their website, the employee handbooks, and company literature. You'll be able to ask your supervisor more intelligent questions based on your research by doing this. Take initiative. I cannot emphasize this enough. If you complete the initial assignments you're given, be proactive in finding constructive things to do. Volunteer for extra work. Let your supervisor know that you are looking for extra things to do. Demonstrate your willingness to pitch in with routine tasks so you can learn the ropes and free up your supervisor's time for higher level functions. Taking initiative is really important because it demonstrates to your supervisor that you're keen to learn and are able and capable of taking on more things rather than just being force-fed and drip-fed information or tasks to do on a daily basis. So it will really make a positive impression in your supervisor's mind if you are being proactive and 
asking for work and taking initiative, but not only just asking for work, but also going back to the research, asking those intelligent questions about the work. And, you know, if there's something that you can do to shadow somebody else would also be another way of taking initiative. Another way of making a good impression on your manager and supervisor is focus on performing well. Now, we are all human. We do make mistakes, especially when you're learning. Be gracious with yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself if you don't get it right first time. Now's the time to make those mistakes. Hopefully not monumental ones, but nevertheless, it is a really good learning moment if mistakes do happen. But performing well, what do I mean by that? So ultimately, there are things within your power that you can do that will impress your manager and supervisor. First off, be punctual. Don't show up late for work like you just sauntered in and really can't be bothered to be there. You want to make sure that you show some form of enthusiasm and being punctual is one of those ways. Keep your personal business to a minimum on company time. I have seen several uh, former colleagues of mine who come in early. Great check. They've got the punctuality uh, down pat. However, the first thing they do when they log on to their computer is tap into Facebook, which hmm, might be a bit of a company or organizational no-no. I definitely would steer clear of going on to social media whatsoever in uh, office time, let alone on an office computer. That to me is just not the done thing to do. Unless you have asked your supervisor or manager, you know, what is the policy? Or even better, you've done your research and you have found that the employee handbook has something about that as well. All right, so Commit yourself to doing high quality work and pay attention to details. Again, like I say, you are human and we all do make mistakes, especially with new tasks that may not be explained or taught very well to you. So don't worry too much about the high quality work and attention to detail first time out of the gate. What you definitely want to do is be mindful of, yes, I do produce high quality work and I do pay attention to details, but more so I am paying attention to what my colleague is telling me of how to do the job and then I will definitely be doing high quality work of what they have taught me and I am paying attention to those details that they've also highlighted as well. So it is a, a bit of a two-way street. When you perform well, you're only as good as your training. And if your training is lacking or there are gaps missing, some mistakes could potentially be made. It really depends on the job that you have been hired into, whether you are completely and totally out of your comfort zone and it's brand new to you, or you've done the work before and you know what you're doing and you're just slotting in and you can literally hit the ground running. So it really depends on that type of work. But ultimately, irrespective of how many years you have actually done the job that you've been hired to do, 
training always needs to come into learning the ropes within that particular unit or department or organization. And it is really up to the organization to train you well. Okay, you've got making a good impression on your manager and supervisor down. Let's start building good relationships with your colleagues. First off, you really want to dress appropriately. Find out the way other people are dressing within the organization and try and mirror that as best as possible. However, that doesn't mean to say that you have to look cookie cutter or robot-like or drone-like all of the rest of them. You know, you can enter some of your flair and style into your dress as well because that's you. Um, but try to be as close to the style of the organization. For example, if you show up in a three-piece suit and everyone else is in jeans or casual trousers and sweaters, they're going to think, well, who's this person, right? So just be a little mindful of that, of trying to mirror what the dress code is that you have observed with everyone else. Remember how employees looked at your interview and strive to blend in. If you have any doubts, ask the company um, about their dress code, just so you are absolutely clear as to what your work attire will look like and how to plan out your wardrobe, if you like. Um, even if it's a casual workspace, you really want to make sure that you do fit in as best as possible rather than sticking out like a sore thumb. All right, so you also want to ask questions. Ask, ask, ask. Just ask as many questions as possible. Pick your colleagues' brains. Find out what they know. Uh, you can learn vital information from your coworkers. Ask them questions about what they do and their perspectives on business priorities. Taking notes will help you to digest all of this new information and show people that you're sincerely interested in what they have to say. So be a, a little bit of a social butterfly. And what do I mean by that? Be friendly and try to learn everyone's name as quickly as possible. If that is something that it does not come natural to you, a good tip to remember when you're trying to learn new people's names is when they tell you their name, you repeat it in your head three times. And that will ultimately make it stick. But if it's still not working, just practice it. Practice their names or if you can and if it's convenient, write it down and that will help you to learn their names also as well. Seeing emails from them also helps to solidify their names and it will jog your memory of who they are. 
being social is a little bit of a tricky one because especially in a remote environment, if you are working remote and not in a dedicated office space, you can be social, but equally try and remember that there is a job to do. So you really don't want to be spending an hour or more just on social topics. Yes, it is a good way to bond with colleagues, but it also gets very tiresome very quickly if all you're doing is talking about yourself for the whole time. So just be really mindful of that. When you do socialize, Try to make sure that you are making your conversation about them and it's not about you all the time, all the time. Just make sure about that. Use good judgment about office politics. And office politics does go on whether you are working physically in an office environment or even remotely. It still happens. It is the nature, or it, rather, it is human nature to want to talk about other people, especially if it's gossip or something juicy that they just have to share with the world. So if you hear unflattering things about other coworkers or the company, Reserve making any comments of your own until you're better acquainted with all the facts. You're brand new. You don't know what has taken place. And it is only just a one-sided conversation and one point of view. You can be cordial without getting bogged down in office gossip. Just remind, remember that and be mindful of it. Just be cordial and don't let office gossip get you sucked into a rabbit hole that you really don't want to go down. All right, show your team spirit. Now, I'm not talking about the high school variety where you want to win the most popular person or the funniest person or anything like that. Showing team spirit, the best way to get along with your colleagues is to be genuinely respectful and helpful. That's what I mean about team spirit, respectful and helpful. Praise others generously for their good qualities and look for opportunities to lighten their workload. That will really impress your colleagues if you're always saying, what can I do to help? Have you got anything that I can help you with? That will really alleviate some of the stress that your co new colleagues that you're now working with may be feeling because they have probably been handling an extra workload in absence of another new person. So by offering your services to them to help lighten that load will really speak volumes to them and show that you really do have team spirit and you are all about the team and it's not all about you. All right. And then finally, arranging your workspace. Now, I'm mindful that workspace could be remote. So you want to look at your own personal environment. Or if you are actually going into the organization that's hired you in their office space, these 
tips will apply to both. So you want to add some personal touches. At home, you've already got it. Maybe you want a few extra little things uh, to add some personal touches like, oh, I don't know, a pen holder or a fancy stapler or something like that. But you want to make yourself comfortable in your new space with maybe an attractive plant or personal photos or maybe your favorite wall art. Now, it doesn't have to be large, this wall art. It could just be a poster that you prop up on your bulletin board or something like that. But just something that makes you feel comfortable as well as it shows your personal style as well. It's, ultimately, this will provide a conversation piece to stimulate interaction between you and your new colleagues whether they see it virtually or even physically. It will prompt some kind of conversation about something that they might not have seen ever before and want to ask you about it. You want to get organized? Spend some time thinking about what you need to stay organized. You may need a new daily planner or some files. Before creating any kind of paper files, find out what the company policy is. Do they have a paperless policy? In which case, then, you will not need any physical files. You'll just need to figure out how to set yourself up filing-wise digitally. So how do they like to file their electronic files? And make sure that you create them in a way that is logical or understand the logic that they have applied and where everything is and get yourself set up digitally with shortcuts as well. And then practice good ergonomics. Ensure your workspace is conducive to keeping you healthy and productive. Now you may need to adjust your chair or buy some inexpensive supports for your feet and wrists. Just make sure that you are well supported and it meets with your ergonomic needs for doing the job for any length of time as well. And then you are well and truly setting yourself up for success and shining in your new job. Let's face it. A new job can be challenging and exciting all at the same time, but getting off on the right foot with your boss and colleagues by using common sense and designing a workspace that will serve you well is well and truly going to set yourself up for success and going forward for the next weeks, months, and possibly years in either that position or in subsequent positions that you will rise up into as well. All right, my friend, here is to your success and your career. And until next time, bye for now.